Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. It's the day after Labor Day. It is. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Good morning and welcome to the Supercast. I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Osecker. Hope everybody had a great Labor Day weekend. I know I did because I ran many miles. Many, many you miles. You did. I've been stalking you. You've been kind of killing it. Would you um, have, let's talk about your weekend. Let's talk about your weekend, Leah. <laughs> Leah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out here, Leah. Uh-huh. Leah, I've, I've got a qualm I've got to share with you right now. A qualm with me or just to share? Yes, with, me? with you. With you. With it's me. It's Uh-oh. bullshit. Okay. Leah, I'm ready. I had five or six people do the headband soak, like rip the headband off and drop all the sweat out of it. Dude, you didn't tag it me. It is so funny you said <laughs> you that. You didn't tag me. No, you're right. I did tag <laughs> you because I did do it. And it, it wasn't until after I did it that I was on Instagram looking at stories and whatever because I hadn't looked at it that mm-hmm. morning yet. And then I saw you had done one. And I'm like, oh, he didn't tag me. He copied me. But then I looked at the timestamp and I did see that, yes, you, in fact, did do it first. However, I did, <laughs> I did not see it. And I'm like, oh, look at us. We're so cute. Multiple other people did it though, and they tagged me, and I laughed. About it. But it was like, do we need to start a trend? What, what should our hashtag just be? Just like dropping the. Well, okay, but here's the thing: we're gonna uh-huh. talk about gear today, and yeah. I'm excited to like give you shit about your gear, and you to give me shit about my gear. And <laughs> I think the important thing is for everybody to think to first of all before we drop shit about gear today, mm-hmm. and because we love gear, we love our gear. We um, do love gear. We're kind of gear snobs, but I'm going to, before we get into the gear fight today, yes, I'm going to make a blade. Oh yeah. I'm going to attack some of your stuff. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) And you can attack mine, but, um, it's, it's, it's fucking on girl, but (laughs) just a a preamble to all this. Yes. Every piece of gear is not going to be right for every single person. 100%. Like, I think we both can agree on this. There are things that I like and things that you like that do not freaking work for me and do not Mm freaking work for you. And you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, cool, whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. there are reasons why we like each thing. Um, But before we go into that, Leah, uh, there is one thing that we both do like. We'll talk about here why. I like that little segue. Um, Yeah, (laughs) neat, right? Pretty, very smooth on me today. Very smooth. I've been resting. Um, yeah, things have been going good with the 75R. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well, interesting segue to announce that, yes, once again, this podcast is brought to you by Vanga CBD, the only endurance product. Well, the only CBD out there made by endurance athletes for endurance athletes. Um, you know, we, we keep toting it for, for its various, you know, benefits. 
Um, but, you know, CBD is more than just a recovery tool. It is used in so many different ways. It can be preventative. It will help with your muscle healing. It will help with your overall mood. Um, Vanga CBD has four outstanding products on the line right now. Um, if you haven't checked them out, you need to go to vangacbd.com slash brocr and you'd code brocr to save 15% on any one of their amazing products. Leah, the temperature is changing here in the Midwest, and mm-hmm. that means it's ultra season for a lot of things here in our area. Um, I'm they, seeing some of these ultra races and people racing these longer distances creeping up also, on Strava. Venga has an endurance bundle right now, so check it mm-hmm. out, guys. Venga CBD—they've got a great deal there. If you want, to, if you're interested in just a little dab of everything, it's a great way to get and figure out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, without further ado, yes. where do we start on gear? Well, we started with our headbands, so let's let's, let's go, go with, there. And that's a great first place to go, Leah. Yeah. I don't like bands. I know you're an ambassador. I and am I, an ambassador. You know, we've done stuff with junk before, and I'm wearing yep. a junk headband right now. I love junk. I love junk headbands. And there's also been, like, these other companies, like, there was, like, the Boku there's bands. There's Bondi bands. Bondi yep. bands. Yeah, Bondi yep. bands. And there's, yep. you know, people that wear head buffs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go on the record. So I went and bought some some bands. Okay. And I'm not a fan. It's Why not? not? For me. It's not for me. It's too thin. Like it's not wide enough on my forehead because I've got I've got that dad receding hairline going on now. Oh, okay, I do hear you there. See, and that's um, all. It's funny that you mention that because the width of it is actually one of the things I like better um, I than like the, the big junk wide bands. Guy. I like yeah, the big see, wide guy. So now, boys. yeah, now I will say I do not dislike junk. I have more junk bands than bands bands at the moment. Um. And you know, this like this morning, you said, I was even looking up. Okay, quick, mm-hmm. quick before we go into it, this morning yep. everything right now is all the accessories on Spartan are twenty five percent off. Just for a heads up, and the junk bands are on there right now. Oh, okay. Leah, I was considering picking up a few junk bands, like from the series that didn't happen this year. Right. <laughs> They've got like the twenty twenty Mountain Series and National Series headbands. Oh on my god! With numbers, like you're racing and stuff. Oh, not not numbers, but just like the the junk headband for that gotcha. series. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I'm, I'm tempted to pick up a few for series that didn't happen. <laughs> right. Well, you know, as far as headbands goes, if anyone is friends with me, knows me personally, or follows me on social, you're pretty hard-pressed to find a picture in which I'm not wearing a headband of some form. We like headbands. Um, We're headband I'm, people. I'm a huge fan of the headbands. Um, and I have been a junk customer for, for years, and I do like the junk bands. Um, but it's funny that the, the quality you describe in not liking the bands. And when we say bands, it's, it's a B A N D Z is the name of the brand. Um, the thing, one of the things that I do like more about bands is the width, because when I do wear the junk bands, I do fold the sides in to make it thinner. Um, okay. I'm not one of those fully opened headband thing. It just makes my forehead look big, I think. You know, I don't care about it. <laughs> like, so, and this is going to be weird. So, originally, the um, the ones that they have the flexes for mm-hmm. junk, yep. they were double layered. Yes. And now they're not. So, they right. can save material. Right. And then I was like, I don't like it. I don't like it. 
And then all right. of a sudden I'm like, no, I kind of like it. Yeah. It's kind of lighter for the summer. Right. That's the other thing that distinguishes bands from junk is the lined. fact that it's double lined, which I do like because I am a sweat a lot of list and, you know, will soak through a headband. So I do like that extra absorbency. Yeah, it's headbands. I think we're both on the same page. Great products. Um, very different products, though. Yeah, they are. They um, are different. They're both headbands. But, you know, I will say they both stay in place very well. Um, they both wick the moisture from your hair. They both do a great job. It's just a preference, in my opinion, of what, from what the two. Like. Yeah, of the fit. Exactly. Now, did you ever try the junk Big Bangs? I did, and I ended up folding them smaller anyway. See, I love the Big Bangs, too, especially in the winter. Like, people will get, like, the ear buff ones. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I like I, those, but that's a different like thing buffs. to me. I do like okay. the ear buffs in the wintertime. In the winter, if you are <laughs> feeling seasonally appropriate. Absolutely. When my ears okay. are slightly nippy. <laughs> oh, my God. I've got, like, little, like, elf ears. So I <laughs> really have that issue. Okay, so bands. We, we both like yep. headbands. Yep, um, yep. Shoes so, we've covered. We both disagree shoes on covered, shoes. We disagree yep. on shoes. Well, I think once again, we and you, people actually reached out to me after the Rich Diaz podcast, mm-hmm. and I was actually in a. I need to post some of the videos and stuff here and edit it, but I was doing a seminar with a friend of mine here in town, Tyler Sprague, who's a big mm-hmm. ultra runner, mm-hmm. um, and we did a natural running kind of um, workshop this weekend mm-hmm. here locally for about you know fifteen twenty people, and. Um, had a good time, but it was one of those things, once again, like shoes are different for so many different yep. people and yep. not everybody's going to like the same freaking shoe. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. And whenever anyone will post, you know, what shoe should I get? I need new shoe yeah. ideas. You know, the number one t- tip on shoes is try more than one yeah, and see what stuff. you like. And that's basically, you know, that's the only way you're going to find what works for you because what works for one is not going to necessarily work for another. You know, one of the things that I liked and people have asked me about psalming before because I can't find them in stores or anything and getting mm-hmm. it online. I think I realized one of the reasons. So when I first started OCR, what was the mm-hmm. shoe that I wore? Solomon. What was the shoe that you wore? Nope. Solomon. Nope. I, I wore the Reeboks. Reebok All-Terrains. That was before Solomon for you? Uh, yeah. I started – I – I was wearing a different shoe that I will not name before my first year, but the first year I was running really competitively. They came out with uh-huh. the Reebok All Terrains. Well, now and I jumped in on that craze. Competitively hardcore. running, yes, I agree. Reebok was my mm-hmm. first on purpose racing shoe. shoe that I purchased. Yeah, trail shoe, mm-hmm. trail shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think I like the Salmings now because they fit kind of similar to those Reeboks, but a little bit wider toe base. Yeah. And that's that's for me. But once but, again. Every single one is slightly different for every single person. But if there's two things people fight about in the world of racing. Mm-hmm. They will fight about shoes mm-hmm. and watches. Yeah. So for watches, you know, there's been two consistent big dogs, on, you know, out there. there there's many products out there, first there's, of all. There's many products. But as far as brands go, I, well, I'd say three. There's probably there's three. three big brands. There's either as time there's, coming and going. Correct. But the main players are going to be Garmin, Sunto, or Fitbit. Um, yeah, that's fair. But I would say and some Fitbit people are wearing their is, Apple Watches out there now, too. Some people are. But, you know, you're not going to see, 
the pro competitive people wearing either Apple or Fitbit. I mean, let's yeah. be real here. It's yeah. it's pretty much Garmin. You or don't Fitbit. even remember the days of TomTom right now, Leah. Well, that's true. It's Spartan <laughs> used to be TomTom. Spartan remember used watching to be Tom, the, Tom. the videos and you see the the TomTom live heart rate chuckers. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah the TomToms were not, in my opinion, the best watch. Right. Uh, I've had a few friends with them, but I was never sold on them. So I personally have been a Garmin girl from day one. Yep. That's I've never what, tried that's anything then. else. So I can't flat out say that one is better than the other and give reasons for it because I've not tried anything else. But I can say about my I can talk about my experience. Well, I can talk about experiences, too. So aside from that, I've had a lot of people message me about another product that has kind of gotten big in the OCR world and even mm. people jumping into my DMs and trying to hawk me codes and stuff. Uh-huh, um, you too, huh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> are we talking about the same young man from Texas? Probably. I'm sure okay, we are. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it right now. We'll, we'll not do some name dropping right now, but he's been jumping <laughs> in a lot of people's inboxes right now. <laughs> but um, I have tried, so last year I tried Whoop. Yeah. Um, and I think it, once again, is a good product. I, but then with all my sickness and stuff, I didn't get time to do the big review mm-hmm. that I want to. And this is part of that, realistically, mm-hmm. for what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But I think Whoop is a good product. Mm-hmm. I don't agree entirely with their model, but I understand it from where they're at. Um, so I personally never tried Whoop. Um, my understanding, though, with Whoop is that it's not an all-encompassing one product like you still need to have your you know gps fitness tracker right yep yep so i had so many people message me like oh my gosh i'm looking for a new watch should i get a whoop mm-hmm. and i'm like no like Whoop's what, not what, a watch. Do you, what, what do you want it's not a watch it's a fitness tracker right and it's all based around heart rate so for before we even go into watches and things that we like i wanted to explain what the difference between when you're looking for a watch or a wearable like this Mm-hmm. You should look at a piece of equipment and ask a very important question. What do I want it to do? Right. Oh, for sure. Like that's what, the, what? the first thing when people say, I want to watch, what should I get? And it's, what do you want to do? Because some of these watches out there, I mean, they can Crazy. literally damn near land an airplane. Like yep. you don't need that. You don't need everything. <laughs> um, and that's, that's a thousand percent true. And I've had that conversation with so many people. They were like, well, should I get this? Like, People are talking to me about the new Garmin Fenix 6 that I've got now. Um, mm-hmm. And they're like, do I need to get the solar version? No. No. <laughs> no. The battery, I've, I'm charging it right now, actually, as we talk for the first time since I've got it. And it's been two weeks. Um, unless you are going out on a like multi-day constant GPS backpacking excursion where you're hiking nonstop. Or like if you're doing like what? Um, Raya and Adkins did with the right. Eco Challenge. Yep. Great example of a time where you could use something like that, possibly, if you're doing constant sure. GPS updates. Um, running... But chances are the majority of people are going to have access to a charging system more often than it's going to die. So that's exactly. a huge feature that you may not need. Exactly. And they had 90-minute rest stops that were mandatory. You could charge right. it then, too. Um, right. But it is it is a cool feature. But there are so many bells and whistles for these different devices that mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to go on a tangent yet because we're going right. there. Um, it's understanding what it does. The Whoop product itself is a constant fitness tracker that just tracks heart rate. It doesn't track your distance. It doesn't track GPS. It doesn't track – It's not um, a step counter. It's, it's not, not a step distance. counter. 
nope. you know, you don't log your activities on it. It's it doesn't tell you monitors, the time of day. Right. It's it's not a watch. <laughs> it simply monitors your, you know, heart, your pulse. Physiological metrics. It looks at your mm-hmm. heart rate, your pulse, you know, the rest you're getting based upon mm-hmm. that heart rate. And throughout the day, it doesn't know if you're running a marathon, if you're, you know, climbing nope. a flight of steps or Your heart if you're sleeping X during X. Right. And it gives guesses for workouts. Right. You might have done a workout here or you might have right. done something here and gives you an overall score for the day. Um, and that is beneficial. The, the things that Whoop does do well, though, I will go on record saying um, the Whoop is great on heart rate variability. Mm hmm recovery um i've always felt like whoop does a very very good job of recovery Mm -hmm. um, and understanding what heart rate variability rim cycles sleep and and sleep metrics um right i'm big on my sleep (laughs) Um, right very big on understanding it especially with all my breath work stuff yeah well we've talked about sleep for a while now especially with vanga and everything else when you just talk about recovery you know, getting the quality sleep and identifying the quality, you know, whoop, you know, it's, it's thing is, you know, giving you basically a score and letting you know, like how charged up you are for the day and whether you're able to handle an intense workout or if you need some more recovery. Exactly. You know, yesterday you had a very strenuous day. It was more strenuous than 95% of our people here. That's the kind of stuff that you see there on whoop on the app. And it's like, you need to take a day where you're recovering a little bit. You need to take a little bit lighter. You need to dial it back a little bit and redefine yourself. Um, I think that is very beneficial. I think Mm -hmm. that is super beneficial towards so many people. At the same time, I don't, and we'll get into this a little bit more when we start talking about some of the Garmin stuff that we're looking at on the six. Uh, Because I've had many people ask, do I need a five or a six? Right. Um, And the question is, once again, what are you looking for? But, you know, Whoop Whoop is a good supplemental add-on to products that don't already provide that information. Let's just I, say that. So if I you think have that's a watch part of it, yeah, that does not I, I think already it, give you that information and you want that information, Whoop is I think an it add-on. It does a better job than anyone out there, though. Yep, but it's also, as, it's also it's also a subscription-based service. It's there also you go. But it's also, a monthly it's, cost. It's a monthly cost, but also on top of that, it's a um, – I, I would never want it to gauge how my day is going to be. Like if I'm feeling really good and whoops, like, you know, you're at 20% right now. Hmm. Like at the same time, you've got to listen to your body a little bit, and I think well, that's very important. you know, well. that goes with whoop. That goes with any product we're talking Absolutely. about. You know, at the end of the day – you have to know your body. You know, Whoop is a is a little machine, and it may tell you that you are not recovered and you feel great, or vice versa. It yep. might tell you that you're good to go, but you go outside and you feel like dog poop. Like yep. you, at the end of the day, you ultimately have to listen to your body more than you listen to a silly little, you know, thing you wear around your wrist. Absolutely, and that's that's my big, yep, my big thing there. Like you need to be just very in tune with your body a bit there and, and listen to it before it while, while also looking at these things. Yep. I mean, for me personally, the biggest drawback for whoop, you know, for me was always two things. One is it's not going to be all encompassing. I'm going to have to use something in addition to it. Yep, so now you're like talking about two wearables that you have to charge and wear and remember and whatever. 
um, and to the monthly subscription cost. I just yep. didn't like that. Yep. I wanted to be done. Yep. That those I were the two things that held me back from ever personally trying Whoop. Yep. But now, as many people know, me and Leah are now <laughs> both have Twinkie watches. Yep. We're so cute. We're twins. Um. So you've got what model of the Phoenix? So how long have you been using the Phoenix, or what? What's your history with the Garmin? tools here that you're using so i have used garmin since the dawn of day um when it comes to my fitness i've used it since probably 2011 i think was my first garmin um and i have had a variety of models from the vivo active i've uh, had the um forerunner series i think i had two different models of that okay i had a little vivo smart and then recently i had the phoenix five and have now upgraded to the phoenix six about so you just jumped into the phoenix line at the five correct that was my first one first of all is it phoenix or phoenix because according to garmin i think it's phoenix the phoenix yep because there's a long e line Okay. I'm going to go with that. Phoenix. <laughs> We're going to call it the Phoenix. We're going to call it the Phoenix. <laughs> I've heard so many different things from DC Rainmaker reviews and stuff over the years. It's just like it's 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 the Garmin all-encompassing watch. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Shy of, you know, the one that lands airplanes for you. It's pretty much the top of the line when it comes to, you know, the everyday wearable watches. Yeah. Um, but, yes, the five was my first one. Um, and I loved my five. I didn't really have any complaints or problems with it, um, but was surprised with the six model at my um, anniversary. So that's the reason why I upgraded. Yeah. So I've actually I've, I've followed the, the Phoenix line since its creation. Um, so I had the one. Then I skipped the two. Then I went to the five. You had uh, a three, didn't three. you? No, I, I had a three. Yeah. Then uh, I skipped the three HR. Then I went to the five because I was like, well, and it was one of those things like, well, the three can do everything. The five can do except the 24 hour battery. More. And I was wrong. There was there was a few more things here and there. And now yep. I've upgraded to the six and I am blown away with how much I love my six. Yeah, uh, it's a great watch. Um, so realistically, what I want to describe in this, though, is the differences that we would be looking at. Um basically from the five to the six. So I've got a lot mm-hmm. of people coming, jumping in my inbox. Okay. Do I need to get a five or do I need to get a six? Yep. Um, as far as equipment or should I get like the, um, the forerunner series, which is kind of similar in a plastic case. Mm-hmm. Um, or should I go like, what, what do I need? What do I need here? Like right. there's so many different Phoenix models. Like this is a thousand two hundred dollars. Oh my gosh. Right. Um, yeah. And we're it, not it, talking about cheapy little. No, know, these, this nothings. is a, this is a prime. This is an piece. investment. This is an investment. This is a like just like a phone. Right. Um, it is a very nice wearable piece of technology, and I love my six. Um, so, okay, five. When you got mm-hmm. your five, what did you like about it? Um, I liked that, you know, from an aesthetic standpoint, the five produced a smaller um, sized watch face. So I have like infant wrists. So they made a smaller millimeter, I think 52 millimeter or 47, uh, a smaller watch that didn't take up my giant wrist, you know, didn't, didn't look giant on my wrist. So I did like that 
from an aesthetic standpoint. The other thing from an appearance standpoint, um, the five introduced color to the display. And I just thought it was, you know, snazzier that way. It did. It added color with the graphs and the, you know. Yeah, but the the three had color too. The three had color too. Oh, did it? I think the three did. The three had color. Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I take that part back. I take that part back. Um, The five also introduced the aerobic anaerobic split data Mm -hmm. um, when when you were doing your actual workouts it gave a little bit more information when it came Mm -hmm. to the data you got a split of how much of your percentage of your workout was aerobic how much of it was anaerobic Um, it started giving you a graph for um, your overall fitness tracking, whether you were you know, productive or unproductive, mm-hmm. um, that came with the five, I believe, as well. Yes. Um, yeah, and it also had the 24-hour battery life. That was the big mm-hmm. thing that pushed me. Like, you could do ultra tracking in the three and mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. but to get good GPS data for 24 hours straight, that's why I went with the five, because that's um, I wanted to start doing things like World's Toughest Motor. Yeah. Now the or smaller like the watch face that I just mentioned, the S model does sacrifice some battery time. You don't get yep. the full 24 yeah, hours battery. with the S. I think it's like 18 hours. Yep. Just as a side note. Yep. And it's, I mean, it's nice. It's, mm-hmm. um, but once again, it's like looking at this, like what, what little things do I need? What am I needing this watch mm-hmm. to do? And for a lot of our listeners out there, like going on, like a three hour run with your friends mm-hmm. out in the woods that's mm-hmm. pushing it that that's yeah. a long that that's like it's a long day of things you're doing yeah that's it's yeah. a very long day some of the people that we're listening to and talking to like okay like like me this weekend i did back-to-back trainings on friday saturday mm-hmm. um sunday and then yesterday I, I went out on a 5k and i was still i was starting to get towards the end of my battery life here um after two weeks but to say i did all that in the past two weeks and i've never charged this thing and i'm charging it right now it's at seven percent i'm feeling pretty good but it's just understanding what your wear cycle is going to look like what you're looking for it to do right um so the big other thing that i liked on the five was the heart rate monitor um it had an integrated heart rate monitor which since the three the three had the three and then the three hr right and then they went, everything is getting optical sensors on the five then. Now, let's also be realistic here, too, and say, you know, heart optical rate sensors. monitors are great, but yep. they are be not a separate gonna, device. Yeah, they're well, they're not going to be as accurate as a chest strap. Um, me personally, nope. my chest experience with the wrist monitoring, it's great for me when I'm not working out. Um, as far as my resting data and just kind of, you know, everyday data goes, but when it comes to an actual race or run or workout, um, I will use this chest strap every time for more accurate monitoring. That's going to give you a better, a better understanding, especially like when I'm cycling, I'll wear a chest strap. Right. And Um, that doesn't matter. That, that, that goes regardless of whether you're talking about a Garmin or it doesn't matter. Like chest straps are going to be more accurate. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I sold my chest strap actually when I got rid of my, got rid of my three. What? All about my chest strap. Yep. Got rid of it. Um, but I basically now going all off optical. All right. I mean, 
I just don't feel and like I understand. Doing... I understand. Yeah. I got, I have a cycling one. Right. Right. Um. But, like, realistically, I don't. I just don't have the like standard set chest strap anymore. Right. So, anyway, that was the biggest change for me. Okay, so let's keep talking about the five here. So the five had the optical sensors. It had, and it also had step counters in it too, which was a big sell for me. I mean, that um, wasn't different than anything previously. I think. I, I don't think three had it. A step counter. I don't think it did. I'd have to go back and look, but the whole it reason. It would have to. There's no way it wouldn't. I Every other model it. has a step counter. I really don't think. I, th- I mean, I think we covered the major changes on the five. I don't think <sighs> that there was anything increasingly different. Okay, um, okay, okay. I was trying to remember anything else. I guess you're right because it did have the three because the three had the step counter. I introduced that. Yeah. And the whole reason I wanted to do that was because, and this is weird, but like my company does, we do health metrics tracking. Oh, sure. And it, it was a partner. So I was like, okay, that's great. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, um, even my basic models have had that. That's kind of a given. So first off, the, the five is a great watch, guys. Absolutely. It's a great watch for a 24-hour race. It has all ultra track. It has all those stuff. It has all those metrics that you're looking for. It is a phenomenal timepiece um and if that's what you're looking for that's good then we upgrade to the six yep um so i'm still learning all the bells and whistles on this thing (laughs) yeah so i mean truth be told the six is probably a little more watch than either of us really need um yeah it's more watch than i need you know, um, it definitely has a lot more features that I, I'm this, not going to use. Do you have the S or do you have the regular in the 6? I have the S Pro. You have the S Pro. So I've got the 5 Pro regular. Mm-hmm. So once again, you're going to see a little bit battery performance difference between Leah's and mine. Yep. Yep. Um, Yours will a little bit longer. So the Pro model, when it says Pro, the only thing, it like the, the, the 6 has all these different versions of it. Right. So you have the the six, the six S, and the six X. The X is basically you got the small and the extra large, and I'm in the middle. Right. Um, Pro means you get maps and music. Yeah. That so syncs there's up with Spotify. Right. So there's two. The two big features between the regular and the Pro are the maps, like you do on your car, like you have full blown GPS maps on there. Yep. Um, and then you GPS can sync your, your phone to Spotify and have music. Um, now the music doesn't play on your phone; it plays through your earbuds that headphones you sync that you can, to yep, the watch. Sync up your headphones to it, just like you would sync up anything on Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. So I'm going to be honest here, as far as that feature goes, that's one of the selling points for the Pro model mm-hmm. is this music. And at first, I was like, "Oh yeah, 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 I totally want that." But now that I'm sitting here thinking and using it, I've never used it. And the reason why I don't use it is I don't run. Without my phone, especially if I'm going like in the woods or tr- from mm-hmm. a safety standpoint, I was going to bring my this phone up to you. At all times. Yeah, from a safety standpoint, I'm going to have my phone with me. Right. And I'll just use my phone. Right. And my phone battery and my syncing and whatever, for me, it makes more sense just to sync my headphones to my phone Same. than to sync my phone to my watch, which is synced to my, like it just my. So here's the million like dollar question Do we need the pro model? I don't think I do. You know, at this point, I truly, I don't think I do either. I think that. Um, I don't think I needed the pro model. It's a, it's, a, it's cool. It's a cool yep. flex, but whatever. I'm not using it. Yeah. Those are um, two features that you get with the pro that I just don't think now are necessary. 
yep, I I was like, oh, it'll be so cool to go out and just, you know, run with my watch and my headphones, but I never do it because I've yep. always got my phone with me. No, and, because if I'm on a treadmill, I have my phone sitting there. And if yep. I'm running out in the world, I have my phone. So it's just. Yep. I've got it on my hydro pack or something. If I'm going a long run. Yep. Um, and I'm not going to sit there and take the extra time to sync my headphones to my watch. And right. Then the watch that to stupid. the phone. And yep. then the watch to the phone and then go from there. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And nope. it's, um, I, I was talking to a friend of mine about equipment and they were talking about some of my DJI devices and like my drones and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I go by this really, really basic premise. It's if I can't get it going in five minutes, I'm not going to use it. Right. Every day. Like if I can't get it going within like two minutes, I'm, I'm not going to use it. So if it takes some work on my effort, like I, right. it's, it's just not going to happen. So the other watch that you mentioned briefly and, you know, I'll, I'll mention here is the Garmin 4Runner 945. Yes. Um, that watch, the inside of that watch is the exact same inside as the Phoenix Pro. Yep. Um, yep. So the guts and the features and everything are the same where you're paying extra on the Phoenix for the maps and the music. It comes standard with the forerunner. And so, you are also paying for a metal exterior. Right. So I, that's the I biggest difference between too. the two is the, is the external. The insides are the same. The outsides are different. Yeah. yeah. So the forerunner is a little different, a little cheaper plastic outside. I like the metal. I've always liked the metal ones. And I've always just thought that the Phoenix line just holds up and it's really durable, especially in our OCR events. Yeah. Where the forerunner is a little sleeker and sexier than the Phoenix is. The Phoenix yep. is the more rugged looking watch. Agreed. Um, and I debated back and forth between the two for quite some time, but ultimately went with the Phoenix because of the smaller face. That's not an option with the forerunner. Yeah. Yeah. It's all one size with the forerunner. Um, additionally, but, mm-hmm. so, so other things, we'll talk about the ecosystem here in a second though, for the, for the six, but the, um, the other big thing to think about though, too, with the six from the five, it has an updated, um, heart rate monitor. Mm-hmm. So it has a, the newest optical heart rate monitor. Leah, have you had success with that? I have same thing though. I still wear my, I think it's strap. more accurate. It is more accurate. I will say that because while I'm wearing my chest strap, mm-hmm. um, I I can still you know see the watch you know if I compare mm-hmm. to the wrist data, it's it's much more it's closer. I will say that. Okay. Um, but ultimately I still rely on my chest strap for actual fitness activities. That's fair. I think it's I I am blown away with how much more accurate it is from a heart rate perspective, as mm-hmm. well as the GPS on this thing is and i don't know if it's just wear and tear over the time that i've had that five mm-hmm. but this gps is pretty accurate i've had well, very good mm-hmm. success with it in addition to the heart rate you're also getting a pulse ox monitor yeah pulse ox um you how know, is your sleep how is your pulse during the night a good it drops down low um okay you know, again, this is another thing. This is the first watch that we're seeing the pulse ox. I'm also taking it with a grain of salt. Um, but, you know, it's it's another data metric that you're getting. Yeah. We'll see how it how it works over time. Yeah, it blows me away with all the metrics that they're giving you on this thing. It's like mm-hmm. they also give like breath count. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's measuring your respirations, which is also difficult to do based on your wrist. But again, it's it's another 
another it's a metric, metric that they're giving. trying to capture with it. Um, right. and, and this the the amount of tech they've thrown at this thing right. is quite insane. Like Leah, you were talking about doing rep workouts, yep. and like it was trying to catch like squats and bench presses, yep. and like like it would actually count the reps for you. Yes. So this is a feature of the six that I do like. Um, it's too much it, for me. It's, it's too much for me. <laughs> I do use it a lot. It's the strength workout, which has been on that, you know, has been an app for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it gives more detailed options on the strength workout. So when I use the strength workout, um, it will count my reps and then it guesses, you know, it'll guess with fairly reasonable accuracy. What that was is. a bench press. That was a back squat. That was a row. Um, and then count the reps and then it'll allow me to input my weight as my log. So my Garmin data will now show my bench press was 85 pounds for, you know, 10 reps or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so I like that. But the biggest upgrade for the six of all the metrics that we just mentioned, the pulse ox, the respiration, the heart rate, all of that gets thrown into the magical, you know, space calculator and we are now getting a new field with the six called the body battery yes and that was one of the biggest questions that i had for this Mm -hmm. was okay is the body battery comparable to whoop yep and i will say yes um now as far as the accuracy goes whatever comparing it i can't compare the whoop because i did not use it personally but what you're getting from the body battery data is that same information that you are getting on whoop that's the hope when you wake up we're correct when you wake up in the morning it's tracking your sleep it's tracking all these other variables that we mentioned and it spits you out a number your body battery is charged to 92% today or whatever the case may be. And then throughout the day, you watch your graph go down and then back up if you rest and vice versa. Yeah, I, so and this is where I deviate. I do not think, and I've not had time. I wish I had both right now to compare each other to because mm-hmm. uh, I've done one at a different time timeline. And then right. I've got this one now. Um, I've not woken up with a morning where my body battery was below 100%. Oh, see, now I, I, I challenge you to keep wearing it because I was the same way. And I thought to myself, mm-hmm. there's no way I'm charging to 100% after only four Every hours of sleep. Every single night. Um, however, in the past week, that has changed for me. I'm okay. waking up now in the 80s some days. I woke up the other day in like 77. So okay. um, I'm curious. How much REM sleep do you get a night? This is a weird question, but how much REM sleep do you get a night? It depends on how much overall sleep I get, but anywhere mm-hmm. between two to four how hours much, a night. How much do you sleep a night? Well, during the week, on average, four to five hours. Okay. And then on the weekends, I'm like a camel and I, you know, load it up. But yeah. during the week, I'm getting about four to five hours of sleep. And of those four to five hours, about two and a half or so are being listed as REM. Okay. Yeah, I get at least, I get, it, I'm, I make it a big point to get at least eight hours of sleep every night. Yeah, see, I wish. Um, I just can't do it. Yeah, I, I make it a big, big point to get that recovery in correctly for my performance. Mm-hmm. And then I I will say on average two and a half to three hours of REM activity a night. Yeah. And if if our listeners are interested in REM sleep, I'd love to talk to you guys personally about this stuff. Um, 
my wife actually does EMDR therapy and like mm-hmm. I'm big on the Wim Hof stuff and I'm so intrigued by rapid eye movement and the way that the brain can process things during REM sleep. Mm-hmm. And Leah, Leah, you're in the mental health field yourself. You know yeah. how important that REM sleep Absolutely. is for processing your day before and um, just getting things in the right filing cabinet in your head. Absolutely. So you I mean, at the end of the day, when you talk about sleep, the the mm-hmm. biggest thing about sleep, in my opinion, is quality versus quantity. If you're yeah. in the bed for 10 hours and you say you slept for 10 hours, but it was crappy quality of tossing and turning and without ever entering REM or deep sleep, that's not at, you know, that's not necessarily better than the person who's getting four to five hours of quality deep REM sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Multiple cycles here. Um, right. I love it. Like I love when I wake up and I look at my cycle, like, I've got five cycles of sleep here yep. and like three hours of REM. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm feeling really good. <laughs> but, yep. Um, yep. but I'm intrigued to see here in the next few weeks, if it continues to adjust based on. Yeah. My, um, let me know. Cause like I said, I, I have noticed here in the past week, a, a definite shift mm-hmm. in my reported battery and, and whatnot. So we'll say, yeah, we will definitely see, but every morning I've woken up and I, like I said, I'm, I'm two weeks in now. I've never mm-hmm. had a day that's below. I, I think I woke up one day. It was like at 98. Right. Yeah. Um, no, mine, mine was definitely the same way. And so I'm so. intrigued to see how it adjusts with me. And it probably, like I said, it's probably still gauging. It's probably still right. adjusting some of the metrics here to my body. Right. Um, other things that we like about the six, anything else? Um, the, that's, that's the biggest thing for me. I, well, I take that back. There's one other feature that I really like is that it does, um, oh, I guess two other features. Um, one is that it will be a pacer for you. I've not um, used that yet. I've used it once. I, I can't speak, you know, super, super, you know, mm-hmm. about my experience with it, but you have the ability to put in and say, I want to run a fun 5k at 20 minutes. And it will pace you throughout your 5K and tell you where you are, speed up, slow down, whatever the case may be. So that's an added feature that came with the 6. And then the other thing that I do like is that it's doing more of a training analysis for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, the analysis is really nice as far as looking at Right, we can compare it to – this is where we can compare it to the pro model of Strava Mm -hmm. where Strava is – giving you your, you know, training metrics and training feedback, right? How hard you're working out. This one was harder than normal. This one was lighter than normal. Um, Garmin will track and tell you, okay, you're doing really great with your training, but you're doing too much anaerobic beast mode stuff and you're not doing enough base work, um, aerobic stuff. So it gives you graphs and shows you whether your training itself is balanced, whether you're deficient in a certain area. Yep. I think it's, so I'm a Strava pro user. I love Mm -hmm. Strava. Um, got a million billion miles this year. If you've been following me on Strava, but, um, but it's, um, very, very similar. It just looks a little bit different. I will say this much. I like the way Strava points out your week, um, compared to Garmin. Um, I will also say though, so going back, going back to the comparison of body battery versus whoop, Mm -hmm. whoop is better. So far, from what I've seen, mm-hmm. um, Whoop is just a better um, – it does a better job so far looking at heart rate variability um, mm-hmm. and just – but the thing is it isolates just so little where Garmin pulls in more data. I'm intrigued right. to see here in the next month what my opinion is right. still on it. 
The big um, thing but, about Garmin is that it'll tell you, you know, give it two to four weeks. Like it really does need to learn you and your yep. habits. And whoop, whoop took two weeks. Yep. Um, but it was once again, learning just so much about what you can do, what you are doing and what, what you're capable of doing, I guess that's the thing. Yep. Um, and then also it estimated VO2 max, of course, because that's fine. Right. <laughs> Right, right. I got right. a new, I got a new score. There you go. Where are you at? Fifty-seven. There you go. Um, but yeah, my my training and stuff has been really amped up here recently with my seventy-five hard stuff. Yeah. So I'm kind of going ham. There you go. Um, other products we want to talk about. Anything else? I don't know. I don't know how many more people are going to be interested in us rambling, but I think those are the ones that. You know, personally, I can speak to that we've tried. That I've yeah, tried. if there's any other products out there that people want us to know about, I love Darn Tough Socks. I think I, I wasn't a buyer on them. Now I am. Darn Tough Socks from Vermont are great. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I'm a pro compression socks girl. I like them a lot. They they go. come in a lot of patterns and colors and fun stuff. So I I love them. Marina wool, baby. Marina wool. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I guess that's really everything we've got this weekend. Um, I'm 16 days sober. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're you're going hard with 75 hard. I'm super proud of you. I'm I'm happy with it. It's um if anybody's interested in trying this, I'm I'm going to be doing we're going to do a fun podcast when this is all said and done mm-hmm. about it and kind of my thoughts on it because I'm already getting quite a few thoughts on it. Yep. Um, it's one of like those any, things that until you do it, you just you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> um, I agree with just like anything. I agree with parts of it. I don't agree with other parts of it. Right. Um, but that's that's me as a as an athlete. Right. But so if you commit to now. it, follow it through, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. If if <laughs> big old poop turd. <laughs> yeah, big old poop turd. Well, we're doing good. And uh, shout out to my my. So shout out, Tanya. Uh, there you go. Community I'm gonna do my kudos. shout out. I'm gonna give my kudos to my team this week that we've got a group. Uh, Justin Beeman, AJ Green. Um, you know. Um. Uh, Steven, you know, Riza, you guys are awesome. We're all crushing this thing. Um, mm-hmm. God, I'm so blessed to have you guys and doing this stuff with it. It's um, we all have hard days, but we've all been kind of like create this little group that we're all bouncing mm-hmm. off each other and uh, pulling each other through it. And man, some days we have good days. Some days we have bad yep. days, but we still have those days. And that's a wonderful thing. Um, there you go. Who's your shout out to this week? Uh, community kudos. I'm going to give my kudos to. um the bulk pony hunter mcintyre um i'm gonna give it to him because the excitement that i'm seeing kind of rejuvenating in the sport right now with his introduction of ocr stars it's the worst logo known to man it's the worst logo but you know what it's great and (laughs) you know put it together in geocities i love the (laughs) it's really exciting to see if you're following ocr stars or hunter on instagram they're resharing your posts of you know the registration you know confirmations and there's some people coming back out and it's exciting it's spreading like a fire and you know I, i like seeing any kind of just excitement in the sport so kudos to hunter i'll probably be doing it i'll probably there's no probably you're doing it shut up fine well i need to find i need to find 50s and i need to decide if i'm gonna do it just do it and shut up i I need to get a jump box too i need i've looked at i started looking at building boxes yesterday just do it and shut up (laughs) shut it shut it laura god (laughs) 
<laughs> God damn it, Laura Mesmer. Shut up. Sign up. Tag me. You're doing Laura. it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, um, I guess that kind of puts us in for this week. Leah, we've got race week next week at Highlander. We do. Highlander self is coming next weekend. Uh, September 19th, it King's will fill up. Is sold out, kids. Yeah, King the the King Arthur's Challenge is sold out. There are less than 100 remaining spots. Um, this is no joke. They really will cap it. It will be sold out. Yeah. Um, if you they haven't doing... signed up yet, do that with code BROCR to save some cash. There's tons of different race options out there. We went over it Four, before. Eight, 12, 24. Yeah. 24 is gone now. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, it's a big pony that we're handing out yeah. sweet medals for. Four, eight, and twelve. The elite is twelve. Um, if you do the open twelve, you'll get three mo- three medals. Three medals, yeah. Uh, or two. Um, I have to is there message a- chat about that. Either two or three. Either way, you're getting the swag. So it's a sign cool up, race. It's a cool us. event. There's a new rig. Yep. There's a there's, there's a, a couple new, new obstacles this year um, that you haven't seen before. I was talking before. to Chad last night about the new rig. I'm excited. I got to go out there and test it. It's going to be fun to so sign up Highlander Assault, use code BRCR, save some money, and we will see you next weekend up there. Take care, guys. We'll see you out there on the course. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs, too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So. Thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.